So this is not a podcast that I ever thought I would do. I thought I really want to talk about this. So just first, before we start today, this is being recorded on the 8th of December, and I'm very aware that things are changing quite fast in New Zealand, and political things that are happening at the moment and this week may have changed or adapted since then. So please be aware that I'm recording it on the 8th of December for you to listen to pretty much a month later, because it's Christmas coming up. So, you know, I'm getting organised. And I didn't think I'd ever do this because I've always been quite apolitical myself in my public posts. However, I'm not an apolitical person. I have very strong views and I have a strong social conscience. Um, I have grown up in a privileged position where my parents were both professionals. I'm Pākehā. I um, grew up and grew up most of my life. We didn't have a lot of money, so I've definitely experienced poverty. I've experienced poverty as an adult. As well, I've experienced marriage breakup and domestic violence and a whole lot of other stuff. But I've also experienced huge highs and huge experiences that many other people never get to experience. And I'm very aware of both my privilege and also my understanding. Um, I'm aware of the fact that I have a political bias. Um, I was brought up by parents who were very political, who were members of the Labour Party, who were committed members of the party, and my mum still is and really taught us the power of a, of a social conscience. And so that would be a political bias for me. I truly believe that those of us who have have a responsibility to look after those who don't, and that could be money, but it could also be being their spokesperson and helping them give um, stepping back sometimes to let them rise. Um, I've struggled with that sometimes because I also want to rise, and sometimes I've thought, I need to step back and let someone else do that who doesn't have as much privilege, but I still feel like I want to have my shot. And, you know, I think that's a very human thing. But to think that I'm sitting here doing a podcast about whether we should use podcast, uh, talk about politics and marketing surprises me because I have always tried to keep my political viewpoints out of my marketing because I hate confrontation. I don't like making arguments when you don't need to. And I also believe that everyone has um, merit, even if they don't agree with me. So I haven't wanted to put lines in the sand. I have clients now, today, who have massively different values to me, can be very different to who I am. And I don't mind that. They know my values are different and we find commonalities. I, I do believe that often we can be on complete sides of the of the political landscape and yet a large amount of what we do is the same we express it differently and sometimes the way we express it is very much very different and to me quite offensive probably is the other way for the other people Um, and so talking about this today is because for me I'm watching some of my colleagues who are highly really respect and people that business owners that I respect really coming out and standing out and talking and I have liked seeing it. I also think that people that are on the other side of the political landscape, um, the ones that are aligned with the people that are currently in control in government in New Zealand, also have no problems sharing their values and views and did quite nastily, actually, before the election. And that I don't feel that everyone that voted actually expected things to be like they are now. So... I wanted to talk a little bit about the positives and negatives about becoming political in your marketing. I've done it very few times. Um, I did it once or twice during COVID, once when 
I talked about how inappropriate it was to relate uh, Nazi Germany to people in leadership here. I, I took exception to that because my mother was born and grew up in Nazi Germany and it impacted my direct family. So I had a problem with that. I have also talked about um, a few other things like um, gay and lesbian rights, um, definitely women's rights. And um, I have not spoken enough about um, Māori and Pacific Island rights in New Zealand, but I think that's going to change and it may already change by the time this podcast comes out. I do have strong, strong views. And I think one of the things I have become more aware of for myself is I have, after having years and years of struggle and years where I have really just been pleased that I'm not having as much struggle, I have probably taken my eyes off the desire to fight for people who don't have a voice or aren't as privileged because I've been in a resting place. And I feel like there's maybe a bit of time for that, but there's also time for us to decide whether we're going to say something. So I've got some positives and negatives and I think it's up for everyone to decide. I don't think there's one right way or wrong way. I think you can stay apolitical if you like. What I do think is sometimes apolitical becomes political. So there may be a time that that will shift and that's okay. Um, but there's also some things to be aware of. So I'm going to share those and um, we'll start with some positives. And actually we'll start with the negatives. We'll start with the negatives um, because I think that's important. And some of these are the reasons I haven't spoken out in the past myself and maybe when this comes out, I already would have done some posts and maybe I won't have. I don't know. But I wonder how many of us are thinking about whether we should say something. I'm definitely saying things in my Instagram stories. That's cheating. That's 24 hours are gone. Definitely making comments in other people's posts. I think that's a bit cheaty too. Um, people can have a look and see those. But I definitely, it'll be interesting to see whether I have publicly said anything by the time this podcast comes out. Probably will have because I'll reflect through my stuff. Anyway. See some negatives. The first one is one that I really have been thinking about is that I do know I've got customers who don't agree with my political beliefs and I don't want them to feel alienated and I don't want that. It's not a lost sale. It's actually not a lost sale or a business. It's because I often like that person despite their beliefs or I like that person um, and understand that their beliefs aren't everything that makes up that person, that there's elements of them that I think is really amazing. And that they probably feel the same way about me. We often know that we have different beliefs and I would not want to work with someone who didn't know those um, and then hated me for it. But I also, who knew those things and didn't and, and hated me for that. I'd also equally, however, not want to work with someone who made the assumption that I believe the same as them because I never said otherwise. And that's what I'm thinking about at the moment. Um, but yes, we could lose customers. And I definitely, I worked with, um, I used to have a lot of very, um, I used to work with a particular sect in New Zealand. Um, I used to work with a lot of business owners in that sect. And they definitely had controversial opinions themselves. And I often would go out of my way not to alienate those customers. Showing up more as a woman who is strong, occasionally swearing, um, being someone who's got opinions about um, gay and lesbian rights, trans rights, um, people talking about those sort of things, talking about my struggles with the church, that's actually helped filter those people out. So maybe that's a thing here that we're learning is that sharing our values and talking about things that are important do actually help us build a business that is more aligned with our values, right? Um, another thing is, is that 
you can cause polarization. And I think that's something I'm not really keen on. Um, I feel like if there is division being made, then you sometimes have to choose sides, but I don't want to be the person as the impetus of division. It goes against my values, and I think that struggle that's a struggle for me. I think I'm more able now to talk about it because I feel like the division is already there. So I'm just choosing a side, but I wouldn't want to instigate it. And I think, and I wouldn't want people to, I do not support abuse, verbal abuse, nasty nicknames, that sort of stuff. It can be funny, but I don't support it. And I wouldn't support it on either side because it's against my values. And I think it's so tempting when things are polarized to get personal. And so I, I do worry about that. I do think about reputation risks. I think, you know, choosing a side at the moment on either side, to be honest, can be relatively safe because there's such a dichotomy of who's going to follow who. Uh, but you could have majorly controversial statements that harm your brand's reputation. Now, I think if you, you could have boycotts, you could have negative publicity. I don't think my views are ones that would cause that, but maybe if I believed, I don't know, that anyone that wears green should wear an ugly hat or something, then perhaps it'd be a problem. But you do need to think about whether there is a reputation risk. Um, I do know that for me, I do understand this podcast in relation to the fact that I also write a stuff column. Um, and I try to be quite apolitical on there because I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm swaying things and then of course I'm doing a podcast where I'm telling you how I feel um it I'm conscious of that um so I think that can be that can be something like you have to think about how it fits in the big picture uh I think the other thing that relates to this is that sometimes focusing too much on politics and and controversial topics can stop us actually focusing on our business and sometimes our core product or our core business might need us more now than going and fighting that fire. And that's actually okay. It depends where you are. There can be a privilege attached to being able to speak out. And sometimes it's not the time for you. And I think that probably is something that has been mine for a while. And I'm, I'm moving out of that. But that has been one. And I can own that. There could be legal risks. There could be things that you have to be careful with. I remember when, um, you know, if someone has... Um, anything that's against the law that they're speaking out against. Um, so like if so, say if they made it a law that women couldn't speak on podcasts, well, I would totally break that law. Um, but there could be a legal risk involved, and I'd have to think about that and weigh that up. It could be emotionally emotional toll. I've definitely been too fragile in the past to fear talking out because I'm worried that it's going to take too much of my emotional energy and I've been in burnout. So I've had to hold back as well for that. And so that if that's happening to you, that could also be like, it's not nice to have harassment and it's not nice to have backlash. So that's something you need to be aware of and have to think about a little bit as well. And then the last one of these negatives could be that your b beliefs may change over time. Now, I'm, I'm 52, so I don't, but my beliefs have changed over time. Like if I look at what I was like when I was in my 20s and I was like, and I was going to, fundamentalist church it had very strong views around women around men male and female roles it was actually too a little bit racist sorry church but you were um you were quite right that church was quite racist I definitely had grown up in not that environment and then I came into that so my views changed from there to going into that church then unbugging that um the whole thing around marriages for life and then you have a violent husband and how does that work is it okay to divorce single parent wasn't part of my Christian dichotomy and how that works 
um, and then coming out of that and then having friends and you know close friends and family who become and close friends family and and people I know and love who come out who are trans who are are different to the people that I knew and understood to be gay, lesbian and trans back then and all those other things and how my views have evolved and how I've had to unpick some of the weird teachings that I'd had that had changed views. Your views can change over time and so taking a public stance at some point, if you're not really firm on your views, can make it hard to adapt or change on what you're saying publicly. So there's, and if people know you for a particular view, it's much harder to shift. So those are the negatives, Okay. But let's take some, a look at some of the positives. I think my favourite thing is that as someone who preaches about the importance of being authentic is that if you're, if the issues that you're taking a stance on align with your values, it really helps to build that authenticity and sincerity. At some point, being silent can actually be damaging. Um, and we want to build trust. And so staying aligned with those is really important. Um, I think too sometimes, and I think I'm feeling this a bit too, and I'm seeing my friends and colleagues do this, sometimes we have a moral responsibility. We just feel that, that we've got a place, a platform, and that we feel mor morally obligated to speak out around issues we feel find wrong, and doing that also helps us align with our business values. Um, we can also use the, the algorithm. The algorithm will naturally mean that our content will go towards other people who believe that. So it helps build our community and we can actually then attract clients that actually tend to have the same values as us and people who identify with our perspective, which actually gives us this beautiful bubble of people that we're all working together, whichever side you're on, right? There's like whatever side I'm on now, there's another side that's doing the same thing. And so I'm not, there's no judgment there. There's just the truth. Um, I always like saying 70 million people voted for Trump. People hate him, but 70 million people voted for him. So, you know, building a community is that the more we express our values, the more we find the other people that are like-minded. I also think that it can also help generate discussion and engagement um, from a very, very just cut and black and white perspective. When you do controversy, that, that is one way to grow engagement. And so speaking out strongly on something is going to naturally generate discussions and help people to, to have conversations. It's going to increase your reach and visibility. It's terrible I'm even saying that. I feel bad. I feel a bit dirty, but it's true. Um, and then it could also be that your the business impact can be that taking it stand can positively impact your bottom line because people are going to be attracted pe to people that support and align with their values. And I think as someone who's like moving into my 50s and I'm looking at how I want to live my life, that's attractive to me. I also think too, that it can give you a, a differentiation in your brand. It will attract those like-minded people who share those values and how people choose you. And then the last one, and I think this is the one that I probably would shy away from because I don't feel like this is my role as a business owner, is that it does actually also provide an educational opportunity. What I do think is perspective is a powerful thing. So while I wouldn't want to feel like I was being didactic, I don't believe that's how we change opinions and change beliefs. But telling story can. And I think that's part of the reason why I'm often silent. I'm a middle-aged, white, Pakeha woman who lives a privileged life at this present time. Have I always lived a privileged life? No. Have I had lots of experiences with other communities that have not had a privileged life? Absolutely. Have I been a victim of domestic violence? Have I got some of the things in here? Yes. But my personal experience of many of the things that are being touched on at the moment don't personally impact me. 
and they do impact people I love. So there's all these other reasons here. But from a personal point of changing someone's view, I often go back to how can I do that? What is it that is in me that's my story? Could I do better to elevate? I can't believe I use that word, but I didn't use ChatGPT, I promise. How can I use it, use my position to uplift those other people who do have the story to tell right now? And I'm working through this. I don't know if by the time this podcast goes live, if I will have made a direct post or talked about something. I am working through what I want to say, how I want to say it, when I want to say it, and if I'm going to say it. What I do know is it is worthwhile each one of us thinking about where are the lines that we do not want to have crossed? When am I going to speak up? What would I speak up for? If I speak up, what are the costs I have to consider? And what are the positives that I can embrace and work it through? I think there comes a time for many of us where it is time to become political, where it is important to have a voice out there with the other voices becoming a collective voice. I don't know if that's going to be the time for everybody right now, but there will be a time at some point where you believe in something enough to say something. And if you're doing that, walk through the negatives, walk through the positives. And right now, one of my things that I am doing is I am working through that. And I am very thankful to amazing people that I'm watching and learning from online. I am listening to that. I am listening and sitting in my unease and my dismay. I am watching and learning from people that are far more gifted at me at being controversial because it's not a natural thing for me. I hate controversy because I don't like the argument publicly. And knowing where I place my voice to make sure that I am not silent on the things that matter, but also that I don't speak without considering where it is that that voice fits. I hope this helps you. I hope it helps you make decisions around whether you're going to be someone who will use politics in your marketing. And it is marketing because even though um, it's not on your, even if it's not on your stream, if it's on your personal link page, when we're talking about politics or anything, any big thing, and it's us and we're known to own that business, it's always aligned. Don't be naive. It is always aligned. Um, and I hope this helps. Um, I am Rachel Clava. I am a content marketing coach. I often talk about how-tos and much lighter topics, but I really wanted to do this. And yes, I chose January the 5th because this is my first podcast of the year. And I feel like this is going to be a big year for us in New Zealand and, and beyond. I'm watching things around the world. We are very isolated in New Zealand and we tend to think things just happen here. But things happen everywhere. We often blame governments for things that are happening globally. Um, and people are watching us as a small nation of what we're doing right now and they will either be dismayed or they will copy. But it is our call to decide how our business and our business voice fits into it. And I wish you all the best of waking up. I'd love to know what you're going to do. Let me know. Let me know what you think about this. And um, yeah, whether you're going to do it, whether you're not, no judgment either way. It's your journey. And I'm taking the same journey with you. Have a good day.